This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Okay, so in a way it's a little bit like a balance. So you want to get more protective factors happening in their world than risk factors. So, for example, I might give you some examples of some risk factors so you kind of get a bit of an idea. Okay, they might be having health issues or they've got a trauma in their family. Um, a large family sometimes can cause risks to a child because there's just limited resources. No one's there to listen to them. I'm not saying all large families are bad by any means, but that can contribute. Um, just general unhappiness in a family. Um, they've had a, the love of their life break their heart. That's very real. Um you know, social group difficulties, they may have learning difficulties. They're all kind of things that add to the risk of them becoming a little bit unstable, mm. okay? Um, on the other side, there's things that will, in a sense, boost them or are protect- protective factors against them getting a bit wobbly. <laughs> so, um, actually, there's a wonderful lady, Lynn Walsley, who has a thing called a resiliency donut, and she looks at partic- particular factors and, and how you can... Get the more of those you get happening, kids do better, basically. Um, but things like, you know, help with their education. So you try and get as many good things happening as possible to, you know, to weigh out the risk factors, I suppose. Um, mm. So, you know, community support, which is really what mentoring is all about, really, is about people around them, supporting them. So try and get that happening. And that's what we're trying to aim with, with all this talk about mentoring is, building that area of their life, um, community involvement, sports teams. You know, so people know them, they know about them, and they see them at a shop, someone to talk to them, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, money factor, you know, getting a job, um, earning money, saving money, learning to handle money well, getting that happening is a good thing. Um, obviously, the parent factor, have they got a good, strong relationship with their parents? That's you know, they really value that. People underestimate how much teenagers value their parents. Um, you know, there's been a lot of research around that area um, that actually parent relationship is their number one value. And if parents could get a hold of that, because they often think, oh, my teen's pulled away, and sometimes they do in that process of individuation, but um, they... Um, they need their parents. So you can see how there's areas, and another one, one last one that's good to mention is a skill factor. So they might not be very good at school, but they may be wonderful at dance or they may be very creative or very sporty or good at surfing. Continue to build on those things because they are protective factors. So as a mentor, you can help your mentee by looking at ways of building those areas. So, for example, firstly, let's look at the area of sense of community. So if you've got a um, a young person and they're saying, I'm alone, you know, I've got nobody, okay, for example, you might talk about their school. You might say to them, okay, so you feel lonely at school. So which sometimes it's good to start with the opposite. What teachers don't you like? And I'll list a couple. (laughs) I'm hopefully not too many. Yeah. I might list a couple. And But then I might go, so which ones do you like? And they'll go, well, actually, I quite like so-and-so. And then I go, well, would you talk to them? Well, actually, I do sometimes. And then I kind of try and build on that and say, oh, that's really good. So you should go to them when you're worried about that particular subject. Or you, I'm sure if you went to them, so you teach them how to develop their own community. Yeah. Then you might say, who else in your world do you feel like you can talk to? So sometimes they have people around them, but they're not aware of them. Mm. Um, it's just they kind of there, but so teaching them how to reach out for help 
um, and who to go to. So you might say to a kid, okay, if you're really struggling, make sure you tell someone, you could tell this person. So teaching them how to do it. So developing community, that's what mentoring can do. Um, a good mentor might say, hey, I've really noticed you're good at sport. Have you thought about getting involved in a sporting team? Now, if this is a kid who's really at risk and has got no one to get them there to sport, that could be an amazing thing you could do for them, take them to practice every week. Yeah. You know, so just thinking a bit broader about how you can support them. What's the best way you can support them? So developing those protective factors, you will have, you know, a much better deal going on for them. Mm. Um, now, just one last area that would be good to cover, Laura, is the things to watch for. So if you're thinking this kid is at risk, they've really got not a lot good going on and you've tried all those things, um, depending on your role, obviously, you might, you know, yeah, it just depends. Obviously, within a school environment, you would report it. But mm. if in other environments, you might just notice a kid at soccer, they drop out of the soccer team. Um, you know, you found heard that they got involved in violent behaviour or, you know, they've lost a lot of weight or gained a lot of weight or they're drinking a lot or substance abuse. Uh, things that are indications that they're really quite depressed. Yeah. Um, where possible, you know, we just do not want to hear, you know, I think we need to get to a place where there's just no teen suicide. I know it may be um, a bit a bit of a big goal, but I'd love to be able to say that wouldn't it be a great thing mm. at the end of the year that there's not been one teenager commit suicide? Yeah. And as yeah. a community, how can we support them? Mm. So just be mindful of the areas where they're, you know, completely disengaged. When they're talking about there's no point, just being just being aware of young people around your world. Mm. And, um, and, there's, there's, and lastly, there's lots of organisations because a lot of people would hear that stuff and feel completely out of their depth, understandably. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> lots of great organisations that will help young people. Just start ringing around and ask, do you help young people? What sort of help? You know, there's Burdekin on the northern beaches that will help house kids that have got nowhere to... Um, lives, you know, there's a place called Pregnancy Help that will help teen mums. There's an organisation called RAISE that does mentoring in high schools. There's Youth Connections to help kids get engaged. There's so many different places that will help young people. Wendy, again, thank you so much. You've really given us some great stuff to think about. We look forward to chatting with you next week. Thanks, Laura. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.